2: Channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So, what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
3: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor.
2: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
3: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
1: You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on v Prime Time.
4: Hour three of V-CIN prime time. Sean King to my left, trying to will home the Dallas Stars tonight as they are scoreless after the first period. I am Tim Murray, and it is our pleasure as always to bring in our weekly visitor.
5: Pickleball extraordinaire.
4: Pickleball extraordinaire. Apparently ping pong superstar as well. <laughs> There's video footage of that. It is Doug Allen. Tulane alum and creator of Entourage. And make sure to check out Victory, the podcast in which a big episode dropping tomorrow in people's feeds. Speaking of that ping pong match that you tweeted out, Gronk on the most recent episode of Victory, the podcast. How'd that go?
1: It was awesome. You know what? He he was so great to us when he was in the movie that we did. And uh, he came on yesterday. And he, he was awesome. Had some good takes. And uh, people are trying to get him to play this year. But he says it's not happening. So, uh, But he was great. He's focused on pickleball and uh, being healthy right now.
4: Well, I wonder if uh, if the Buccaneers record was a little bit better. Maybe
5: maybe his tune would be a little different. He, he's not going <laughs> to that misery. <laughs>
4: That's what I'm saying, if the record was better, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he didn't give a clear indication, but he did mention like I think I I don't want to quote this. I got to listen back to the podcast. I think the Eagles might have reached out to him which um he I, I, I got to make sure that that was what was said, but I think it was. And he just he said, I don't I'm not going in to learn a whole new system. So I think you're right. If the Bucs were, were potentially going to go somewhere, uh, maybe he would he would go back.
5: I was thinking that maybe that might be the one place just because Dallas Goddard got injured. I don't think he's due back to what last week of the season. So maybe but a, that's a lot. You go, have you seen those playbooks? I mean, that's a lot. Apparently, Baker Mayfield, it doesn't matter.
4: I mean, playbooks are overrated, Doug, because you could just step in and sling it against the the Las Vegas Raiders if you're Baker Mayfield.
1: I mean, it was unreal. I was asking Gronk about that. He said, you know, that not just anybody can do that. That was a special performance and, uh, you know, as I said last week, hopefully it leads to Baker getting back because I like him. So hopefully I would like to see him do well.
4: All right, check out the podcast. You said the the, the Gronk episode dropping tomorrow. Yes. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Victory the podcast. As I say every week, it's a great listen. I'm out there every week when I'm walking my dog in the neighborhood. You know.
5: He's part of the neighborhood crime watch.
4: And like, you walk at what's, lunchtime. What's wrong
5: with that? In a gated community, like I, there's any crime uh, going on. Un,
4: unlike, unlike you, Sean, I don't live in a – I can't afford a gated community. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's keep it rolling. Actually, I have a question for you, Doug. Sean just posed this to me, so I'm going to throw it to you, put you on the spot a little bit. If you had to make a prediction right now, out of the AFC, out of the NFC, who would you take uh, betting-wise to make it out of each conference right now?
1: Whew tough one. I mean, uh, you know, I like the Niners. Yeah, you know, Sean, I, Sean I, said the Niners. I, I mean, I can't, who the hell knows with this kid? And, but, you know, and and I always like to say, I mean, Sean, you know better than me, obviously, but he looked excellent to me. I mean, he does not look like someone who should have been the last pick in the draft. So, I, I like him. And then, out of the AFC, oh, you're throwing me on the spot now. Who did
4: Sean say? I'm trying Bengals.
1: Bengals. Wow, did he?
4: Yeah. Huh. And get that plus 550 for them to get out of the AFC at BetMGM right now. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know what? I don't I don't hate the call because Burrow is just, I mean, he's just a beast, you know?
4: Well, I just um, like the odds too, right, Doug? I mean, you're looking at yeah. bills, I think I, I looked at were like plus 160. Chiefs My context
5: around one. it is I think Josh Allen is not fully healthy. I agree. The bills, bills have looked vulnerable, and what scares me about the Chiefs all the names they're going to really depend on come playoff time, they're not really familiar with those guys coming through in the clutch, like Juju yeah. Smith Schuster and Valdez Scantlin and Pacheco. Like they only have Kelsey from like that core group of guys that we know you can depend on third and sixth to get open, catch the ball.
1: Yeah. And I also, I mean, the Ravens, the Ravens could easily be, you know, have 11 wins right now. So I, I like the Ravens if Lamar can play. Yeah. But, um, but I don't know. It's hard to go against the Chiefs and Bills. They both look so good. But I agree. Josh Allen doesn't look right. Tua doesn't look right the last two games either, which has been weird. Um,
5: so Someone but, uh, someone yeah. said something on Twitter, Doug, and it had me dying for about three weeks.
4: <laughs> During
5: the Dolphins' last game, they tweeted out, are we 1,000% per- sure that Tua's left-handed? Like, that's how bad... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I said that to you last week. It was really strange. He was the most accurate quarterback in the league two weeks ago. And the last two games, it's
5: I mean, it's weird. been brutal.
1: Yeah, I just I – I don't get it. Maybe he was what? Niners, that's why I say that the Niners defense messes people up. I
4: think it i think it throws it for a loop. He was what, like three for 19 or something wow. like that at one point against the Chargers? Yeah, it showed
5: us an experience because once you get three for 10, you got to throw a couple check downs. You cannot allow yourself to get to three to 19. It's just <laughs> – Veteran quarterback never allows that to happen. <laughs> Having said that, um, moving to your favorite team, and I did give you a lot of credit earlier on the show, Doug, because I, say I have a lot of friends that are Giants fans, and you're the only rational one of the group. Everyone else is running around here talking about they're getting tickets for Arizona because it's cheaper now. The Giants will be there. You've kind of been a lot more moderate and happy that, Coach De- Debo was having success, but understanding that what you were seeing probably wasn't playoff caliber. Surprised, not surprised by no, the I last mean, look, couple weeks?
1: People are so stupid. I mean, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, get with the emotions. And honestly, I, I spoke to Gronk on the podcast about this, but the Giants have overachieved. It's been a great season. They've had two bad games. The Eagles are for real, and they have a lot more talent than the Giants do. Giants are banged up also, but I think, You know, and and Gronkowski was talking about Dable. He loves the guy and says he gets the most out of everybody. And he has, they had two bad games. and, And one of them was against Detroit who turns out to be, you know, pretty good. So I feel good about the season. I never had serious expectations that they were going to the super bowl. I was hoping they'd sneak into the playoffs. I don't think that's going to happen, but um, I'm happy about the season. I feel good about it. So it's a step in the right direction.
4: So I saw this stat as we're chatting with Doug Allen, creator of Entourage. And once again, as we've talked about each and every week, make sure to check out the podcast. New episode coming out tomorrow with Rob Gronkowski. Uh, Victory, the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I saw this tweet, and I want to read it to you because this game this weekend is so enormous, not only just for you know a rivalry standpoint with the Giants and the Commanders, but according to Football Outsiders, Doug, the Giants have a 90% chance to make the playoffs if they win on Sunday in Washington and a 31% chance if they lose. So it is so drastic. This game is so important. Wow. Uh, right now, the Giants are a four and a half or five point underdog against Washington, a team they just tied two weeks ago. What do you see, if anything, on Sunday night at FedEx Field?
1: I think they're going to keep it close and I don't think they're going to win the game. I think they're going to cover, but I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I don't think they're going to cover and I think the season's going to be 31% after this. That's I <laughs> but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful.
5: Here's what's interesting. If they do lose this game and it mathematically starts to get real tricky. I wonder when do they decide to sit Saquon? He's been battling with being reported yeah. with some neck injuries or something. You can obviously tell he's not 100%. Do you think at some point they sit Saquon if it looks like they're not going to be playoff bound?
1: I mean, I'm the guy who was wanted them to sit him two years ago for the whole season. I didn't even want him playing when he started his rookie year. I was worried he was going to get hurt. So if they lost to the commanders, I would like to see them sit him, but um, who knows what they'll do.
4: Talk once again to Doug Ellen. Uh, Doug, we always talk about it because of his, uh, his cameo appearance on the show, Kevin Conley, and it, it was his prediction, what, back in September that you said yeah, he still so talks lucky. about? But now, so here's how the tables have turned, right? So he was wondering about the heat in September down in Miami, how it would affect Buffalo. So wouldn't it work out perfectly that they're playing on Saturday night in Buffalo, and guess what's expected in the forecast? Snow. So Miami yeah. gets the benefits of hot weather in September. Buffalo gets the benefits of cold and likely snowy weather in Buffalo. How do the Dolphins fare in Buffalo with the likelihood of temps in the 20s and snow?
1: You know, connolly has got his stuff on the uh, on, on the temperature and all that. And I asked Gronk about that, who was like, I haven't played Miami in a long time. in the But he doesn't have any recollection of it being some weird thing. I think the Dolphins are falling apart. Something's wrong with Tua. I hope he's okay. I think the Bills are going to beat them pretty badly.
5: I would agree with that, especially if it's a weather game like the Jets. I mean, that thing was coming sideways. It was half snow, half rain. It was freezing. Oh, it was ugly. It's tough yeah. to get on a plane in Florida and get off a plane <laughs> in Buffalo when the weather's like that.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. And I just, I don't know. Again, like I said, I I don't know what's wrong with Tua. But you don't see the most accurate quarterback all of a sudden can't make like a three-yard pass. I, it's strange.
4: All right, so, Doug. I don't know. Doug, before we let you run, anything else on the uh, the Week 15 slate jumping out Are at you? Are we
5: fading the Broncos?
4: <laughs> well, <laughs> Russell Wilson's not going to play. Yeah, did they already say he's out? I no, not officially, but I would be surprised if he played.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I like. Let me see. I, I was looking at the schedule to see my my lock.
4: You know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My heart is, I want the Seahawks to win this game, but I don't know. I don't know. They look like they're slipping too, but my pick of the week is the Panthers. And I I could be wrong about this team and Sam Darnold. I don't know. All of a sudden they look dangerous to me. And, and, and it's crazy that they got Ritter McCaffrey. The Niners are better. And I think somehow the Panthers are better as well. And I think uh, they're going to win this game and they're going to go into the playoffs and they, they look decent, you know? They've got a shot.
5: Dalton Foreman, Chuba Hubbard, toting totally it against the Seahawks last week. We'll see if they can continue it. Pittsburgh can no Kenny Pickett. Mitchell Trubisky might be the best player on the other team. <laughs> That's your
4: guy. That's his it? guy, right?
5: Look how, how quickly he's hey, turned. Tables turned, Doug. Yeah. He tables won't turned. be a big shrimp po' boy. You're for that. right. You're right. <laughs> Maybe Carson Wentz will come back. Uh, uh, yeah, that one's back. <laughs>
4: They come I t- back to the Eagles, baby. I tried to tell him. You tried to tell him too, Doug. <laughs> Great stuff. As always, dog. Doug, we appreciate it, man. We'll talk Thanks, to you next week. Guys. There be he good. is. Doug Ellen, yeah. creator of Entrez. Make sure to check out Victory the Podcast. Gronk! On the most recent episode, which will be in your feed tomorrow. That's Sean. I'm Tim. Come on back.
5: Did I really like Mickey Trubisky? Wow. You did.
2: Play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find try this from the Washington Post wherever you listen.
1: This is V-Cent Prime primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSet, the sports betting network.
4: of the week visit betmgm for terms and conditions must be 21 or older and physically located in nevada please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 alongside sean king i am tim murray sean is on the dallas stars yeah,
5: tonight pucks is player of the night so far so good stars up one uh still early in the second though uh we'll see Let's visiting hope. the devil's Probably the biggest surprise team in the NHL so far this season. Devils have been red hot. Thought it was a good spot tonight for the Stars. I uh, think there is some regression coming for the Devils. Hopefully, we can make a couple dollars. And as I speak about it, the Devils just tied the game <laughs> up at one. <laughs> but hopefully, uh, the Stars <laughs> just a lot of game left. Oh man! Uh, I did think it was a good st- uh, spot for the Stars tonight. We'll see.
4: Um, we're going to talk to uh, Stanford Steve, Steve Coglin, ESPN. He'll join us at the bottom of the hour, so we'll get his thoughts on his new head man, Troy Taylor, uh, Sacramento State's head coach, and also his thoughts on the bowl season. Haven't chatted with him either, with uh, you know, thinking about the uh, the playoff as well. So it's been a little while since we chatted with Stanford Steve. So he will join us coming up at the bottom of the hour. We'll get his thoughts. We had Brad Powers on earlier in the show. Uh, we'll tweet out some of his uh, favorite plays. Uh, sounds like he is uh, joining us on the Fresno State bandwagon. Uh, he already bet it and uh, said he would jump in again on Fresno State. He also likes uh, Washington, and I agree with that. I think that's another one of those ones, Sean. Uh, and he alluded to this. I think we've talked about it on the show. Uh, if not, we've definitely talked about it off the air. Right. Where you're starting to see the number come down, and I think that makes sense because we haven't heard from Bijan Robinson yet. I mean, I, I saw, I think it was Todd McShay's mock draft or his top 10, whatever it was. I mean, B. John Robinson's going first round. And if Absolutely. And if you're B. John Robinson, I know in this day and age, it's the Alamo Bowl, it's its not the playoff. I would be very surprised if B. John Robinson's playing in the bowl game.
5: Does not matter? I think if Texas... They got is, some other guys. I know. I just, I know I'm not talking about necessarily from they don't have anybody of his caliber. I'm saying... I just like Washington in this spot, with or without Bijan. You know, uh, defense isn't great. I think that's a, but that's a big boost to them that Pennix is coming back. His boys are gonna want to play with him. It's a chance for them to beat a, a big program like Texas. You know, remember, Kalen's in his first year there, so he's still trying to uh, establish himself there as a the head coach and you know get some momentum. You know, uh, going into the February signing period and recruiting, I'm sure they're going. Maybe not head-to-head, head, but I'm sure they're still in the running with some kids that have that are, are Texas you know, in their mind. So I think there's a lot of things that, that Washington feels like you know, work in their favor if they can find a way to get a win in this situation. So I, I like Washington to be motivated. And they ended the year playing really good football.
4: They absolutely hammered Washington State uh, in the Apple Cup. Uh, so... That was a, that was an impressive performance to close out the regular season. I may or may not have been on Washington State in that one. That was not fun. Yeah, I was too.
5: <laughs> By the way, I'm getting goalie in this uh, Dallas game.
4: Um, Jesus. One thing to note uh, came out today. We talked about a couple of the opt outs. Um, a couple other little nuggets from college football. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington State's offensive coordinator Eric Morris. Uh, was, hired, Congratulations. was hired by North Texas. Yeah. So I would be very surprised if he's calling the plays. So they have lost their defense coordinator, offensive coordinator. Uh, so something to note there, that game on Saturday night in Los Angeles. And also, this is big news for Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers. Uh, they're playing in the New Orleans Bowl on Wednesday, December 21st. Their starting quarterback, Austin Reed, hit the transfer portal, and he has now withdrawn... From the transfer portal, and he will play in the New Orleans Bowl, and that's why you saw a line go from I think eight down to five or four and a half today. So just keep in mind, if you're you know you got a, those confidence pools that you're going to be have to enter by you know Friday before the, before the first bowl game. Austin Reed is playing.
5: That's big information because uh, this is his first year at Western, but I mean he was really good. This he lit year. it up. Yeah. So I was wondering why he was leaving. You know, Western kind of has Mike White with the Jets, uh, Bailey Zappi who played for the Patriots. Like, they've proven like – Ty Helton's been a good coach. Yeah, that's a springboard to, to get you in the National Football League. So I was kind of surprised that he was thinking about leaving.
4: Well, testing the waters, see what was out there. But Austin Reed, uh, he threw for 4,200 yards this year, 36 touchdowns, and uh, helped the Hilltoppers get to a conference championship game uh, will be playing in the bowl game against a good opponent in South Alabama. So uh, maybe not the layup if you're ready to put 40 confidence points. Maybe just pull back a little bit. Not saying that South Alabama won't win.
5: We got some good non-Power 5 matchups in we the do. I think those matchups came up really good. They're going to be competitive games.
4: A game, I'll be honest, I mean, I'm selfish because I'm calling the game, but uh, Eastern Michigan's a good MAC team. San Jose State had a good year, dealt with tragedy with their teammate. That's early, the Potato Bowl. Yeah, yeah
5: I'm happy for you, but yeah, that was not no, I that think wasn't one that was on my mind. Look at point spreads. Yeah. Three and a half? No, I'm not. I'm just saying. And me and everyone else out there, yeah. But we are happy. Dress warm. It's in Boise, right? It's In Boise. Yeah, dress, that's actually a really cool downtown. Temps in the 20s. Maybe I'll tell some of my peeps there in Boise that you're coming. You got peeps in Boise? Yeah, man. My boy Chris Charles is from there. Um, and yeah, my guy Dirk Cutter, man. Dirk's there chilling. He lives in Boise.
4: Yeah, but he's got things to attend, to. He'll be okay. When's, uh, when's Boise's bowl game? They're playing this weekend, I think. They're uh, playing North Texas this weekend. Boise State, North Texas, that'll be the Frisco Bowl. They'll be Bowl. done. will be all done. Their cutter will be sitting back and uh, enjoying himself. Uh, revisiting the top stories of the day, Sean, uh, Kyler Murray announced, uh, it's announced officially, uh, as suspected, uh, done with a torn ACL. So for the Arizona Cardinals, Sean, moving forward, it will be Colt McCoy, who stepped in. He started two games already this year, stepped in last night. I didn't think he played very well against New England. Arizona, they're sitting at, what are they now? Four and nine. Last four games, Broncos, Bucks, Falcons, Niners. How does this season end for the Arizona Cardinals?
5: Uh, Not good. I just, when you look at them, like, do they look like a team? It's like everybody's rolling in the same direction. Nope. I just... I don't know. If if I own the Arizona Cardinals, then we're going to look drastically different next year. Drastically.
4: Hollywood Brown made his first appearance. uh,
5: They dropped the key fourth down. Our second
4: appearance off injury. Eight targets last night. Remember, they spent a first-round pick to get... Hollywood Brown.
5: And I actually wanted him to catch that ball. I was in a situation where I needed the Patriots to be in a competitive game throughout. I didn't need them to be able to spend the fourth quarter doing what they did.
4: Yeah, so we get them throwing the ball to the tight yeah, end of the red right. zone. Man, that would have been nice. At least he got 70 receiving yards. Yeah. That was – charge was giddy over his receiving yards. He was. And uh, I think that came home for a he lot should of should
5: have people. had 200. He was open so much. I may do like a what's wrong with the Patriots like 10-minute YouTube deal or something just – because some of it's Mac. There are oh. a couple times where you guys got, you are got, wide open, You got two and a half minutes right now? No, no, no. I want, to, I want the video aspect of it, too, so I can show it, highlight it, move the camera around, show where he should be looking, where he's actually looking.
4: I mean, I don't want you to waste that on YouTube. I want you to put it on our show. I could do that, too. We're not really like a, a scheme breakdown show. Yeah. Yeah. It might help out. Um, I will do it, but you make did put,
5: sure when uh, Nebraska starts losing.
4: <laughs> why do you keep giving shots at producer Britton? He's he's so excited. This is the thing, though, and and producer Britton has gotten our ears. He said, I thought you were friends with Rule. Didn't you coach under him? But the the. But that's why right I on? can
5: take shots because it was my guys. <laughs> it's like when you if take. They see it. They're just gonna laugh.
4: It's like when you take shots at Notre Dame. I'm like, you're friends
5: with Marcus Freeman, and he knows this. Like this is my guy. so why I can do it. <laughs> um. There's a lot of truth in my shots, though. Kenny Pickett in
4: concussion protocol. Uh, Mitch Trubisky could be next man up. He looked pretty awful uh, this past weekend against the Ravens. Here's
5: what makes me mad. They
4: visit the Panthers on Sunday.
5: Here's what makes me mad. Mitchell Trubisky will go and stink it up. And watch next year. He's going to be on somebody's roster.
4: Oh, sure. He'll be a backup somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. They loved him up in Buffalo.
5: <sighs> it's your. just want to get my Brock Purdy jersey and move on. I'm gonna just. Rooting. And you bet against Brock Purdy last week. Uh, well, I, I was. I'm Tampa. I know. Yeah, you bet against Tampa before attachment there.
4: Yeah, but when was the last time Tampa reached Listen, out to you? You know, you got your name got in the headlines last week because of Brock
5: Purdy. They actually invited me to the game this week, but I just. I couldn't fit it in my schedule. It's a long flight. Are they going to fly not. you there? No, I had to get myself there, but uh-huh. they wouldn't take care of everything else. I would go. I mean, I knew the Bucks were in trouble after the first play. When they, they send a nickel blitz, Purdy doesn't see it. They sack the quarterback. Here comes the ref, rough in the pass. just like, yeah, it's over. Have you seen that offense? Not good. No,
4: it is not. Stanford Steve, he's good. We like chatting with him. We'll get his thoughts on bowl season and the playoff as well. Stick around. He'll join us next right here on v Primetime.
1: This is v Prime Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on v the sports betting network.
4: VEASAN's the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for only $79 and get access to everything we do now through the Big Dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game, Deep dive betting reports, plus our ongoing college bowl coverage with best bets on every bowl game. This is a limited time offer, so t- sign up now for the Sport Perfect Sports Betting Holiday Gift. Get Vsin Pro access through the end of March Madness at VSEN.com/slash subscribe. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is Vsin Prime Time, and it's always a pleasure to bring in our next guest. You can catch him on ESPN later tonight. On SportsCenter, where Scott Van Pelt, you can catch him on Daily Wager. And I believe only one or two final episodes of Stanford Steve and the Bayer Podcast. It is Stanford Steve. Steve Coglin joins us right now. Steve, always a pleasure, man. And uh, I want to start uh, with the sad news of the day. And I know, you know, your time at ESPN, you spent a lot of it with College Game Day on the radio side, traveling around and some of those Texas Tech teams. I imagine you guys visited there do you have any you know mike leach stories that that immediately jumped to mind as we you know celebrate the life of uh, of coach leach
5: oh
3: god there there's a ton um i just i just it always go back to how unorthodox his approach was but to see how fluid and crisp things were when it came time for saturday i remember being in lubbock uh, the, the day before the, the Crabtree game and we got, we got uh, five minutes with coach. So he just had to come down to the stadium for his, after his walkthrough, he taped five minutes with Ryan Russillo and Brad Edwards and Todd McShay. So we went in there and I, I mean, you talk about like nobody in, 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 in swag, you know, everybody in their own street clothes. You know, you had linemen that were, you know, working on their cars that had gas and oil <laughs> on their jeans and T-shirts, Crabtree's running around with gold chains and, and, his, and his sunglasses on. Graham Harrell's got, like, a golf shirt and hat backwards. And then they come out and, and beat the number one team in the country. Like, it, it was just, you know, he w- he was just amazing in his approach, and it wasn't like anybody else. He blocked out certain things that I think a lot of coaches have a tough time with. Uh, but I, I, he always had his guys prepared and, you know, you always saw him with the, with the little sheet on the paper and, you know, people talk about how he only has this amount of plays and then he has variations off of it. And guys are, you know, supposed to have reads based off covers and stuff like that. But it was so unorthodox, but so effective. And, um, I, I, he still doesn't get credit for how smart of a guy he really was. And I know people talk about the pirates and all that stuff, but the guy was so, Super, super smart, and uh, was a pain in the butt for any person that was trying to defend him and game plan against him.
5: I mean, he's got to be top three, Steve, from a coaching tree standpoint. Right? I've always felt like greatness begets greatness. And his coaching uh, tree, I don't think, gives enough credit.
3: Well, not even the coaching tree. I just look at what he did for for the brand of football. Like, think about what he did. Texas Tech, right? They're knocking any of the five-star guys. They're going to get the smaller guys. They're going to get the offensive line that are undersized. And that system equated them to being able to play with the teams like Texas and Oklahoma. You go back and look at the guys that he had. And it's just that system was the ultimate equalizer. And it was because of him. He built it. The little intricacies, you know, there's, there's not a, you know, you talk to quarterbacks that play in the system, your protection was based on you. You had you had multiple reads that if certain guys came, you had to get rid of the ball. So when you got hit, he didn't feel bad for you. He he put it in the read progression, you know. So there there was a lot of that. Um, but, but but yeah, I mean top three for sure. Uh, what he did, the coaching tree, and what I mean, everybody you know talks about the coaching tree, but I just still look at the teams he took over. Never never had the, you know the top job in a conference, but man, his teams were always ready uh, and and just a pain in the buck because they, they were just so different and the way they spread you. And, and, and if you like to play, you know, if you had good defensive linemen against the run or inside linebackers, he put those guys on islands and it was, and, and the other team knew it. They knew it was coming and they just had to, you know, you know fight for what they had that week to try and get a win against his teams.
4: And when he took over Washington State, and you can speak to it, you know, playing at Stanford, I mean, that was his, uh, I could argue, Steve, that you know Dion taking over Colorado right now—that's the worst Power Five team currently. Colorado is. Mm. When he took over Washington State in 2012, that program was down, man.
3: Yeah, it was. It was bad, and, and that's what I said. That system. Yeah. Look how fast it got up and running. They you know, were. and and then you saw. I mean, I think before this year, I think um, I I think the quarterback this year is the first kid. Who started three years and didn't win again? Win win nine games. Yeah, uh, it was Kingsbury. It was um, uh, I think Graham Harrell or no uh, Graham Harrell and uh, Luke Falk. Those were the three guys he had that were um, uh, three years in his system, and they also won nine games. So I mean, you put your time in, you got used to it, and you had success. There was no
4: doubt about it. We're talking once again with Steve Coughlin, Stanford. Steve, you can catch him tonight on SportsCenter with Scott Van Pelt. Make sure to check out his podcast. How many more podcasts? I know people have been asking you, how many more are we getting with the bear before he, uh, you know, heads off to Fox?
3: Yeah, uh, we are going to do one more. Okay. And to the people that don't understand it, the bear is not A-Rod, okay? A-Rod's <laughs> the only person that can work for Fox and ESPN. It's A-Rod, and that's the list okay so we can't do the fox espn thing i'm sorry to the people out there it's not gonna work
4: i tried i called a couple people over at fox and espn to make it happen and i did my best i tried i tried for the people but uh one last uh, one last go around with the bear um, all right, let's just jump into it. I, I know you'll probably give away some of your give out some of your picks on, on your podcast, but you know when it comes to bowl games, I mean, you get it, you've played in them. Sean's played in them. Uh, motivation, opt outs. Who are some teams that intrigue you? Have you, have you fired away, Steve, on anything yet? Heck no! No <laughs> way! I, no, guys, I feel, I feel, I feel like I'm Will
3: Smith and I am Legend, just walking around and just seeing the carnage around the college football landscape because it should be titled the Bowl Season. Who's playing? Because that, that's what it comes down to. And the other tire is who's coaching. You know, we see coordinators leaving left and right for other jobs. I don't, I don't know how. These teams, you know, everybody talks about going to a bowl game and getting those extra practices. That's the big takeaway you get from making a bowl game. I get it, but, like, how much work are you going to be able to do with some of these rosters where guys are just fleeing to go? I mean, I'm looking at Florida's roster. Every day it feels like somebody else is in the portal. So how are they getting any work done in practice, especially when they have a quarterback who I believe threw his last pass in a game in October of last year in the Big Ten. So it's, it's a really wait-and-see game for me. Uh, just I get that people want to try and find the motivation. I think you're going to have teams that are super excited. Um, I know I saw Fresno State already got to L.A. for their bowl game. Uh, I'm sure people in Lawrence, Kansas, are fired up about Kansas playing in their bowl game. But to me, it all comes down to who is playing. And unfortunately, you're not going to know until these teams get to the bowl. You know, they're going to do their practice at home, but just finally see who's on that plane and, you know, if they even let that information out. You know, beat riders, sh- I'm sure, are trying to get to practice at the site when it comes available. But still, you might not know that stuff until the day of the game.
5: Yeah, I think you said something that, that a lot of people don't understand the significance of, Steven. That's when, let's say, a coordinator takes a head job somewhere else and he reaches back and takes two of the assistants with him. Like, that's significant absences because normally now the the sitting head coach is elevating an off-the-field coach, normally a really young guy, to be the position coach. And it's not the same, and it's a lot of information. I can't wait till they expand the playoffs so I can stop trying to figure out uh, is Troy's right tackle, you know, being uh, (laughs) stolen in the middle of the night to go to Georgia or something.
4: (laughs) Uh, Steve, Before we let you run, we got about a minute. Uh, Any early thoughts on the two playoffs, Ohio State, Georgia, TCU, Michigan?
3: Uh, I just think Georgia-Ohio State's a dead over game. I think the only way Ohio State could win is if they throw the ball over to Park. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see 60 pass attempts from Ohio State. Uh, they got to keep the onus on that secondary. Uh, Georgia, as every other team in the country, they're a lot better playing defense when they know down and distance and they know what you're accustomed to doing. So I think Ohio State having the ability to throw the ball on certain run situations, I think that's the key, and that's how you keep Georgia off guard. So I expect the ball to be in, in, in C.J. Stroud's hands a lot, and they uh, they got to score 35 plus to win that game. Uh, so that's the one. That's the one feeling I have. The other one I still not dive, dive dove in yet. Uh, TCU's defensive health. They need Johnny Hodges. I, I didn't know his health status. He didn't play in the Big 12 title game. Uh, I need to know if he's playing or not for TCU.
4: Follow him on Twitter at StanfordSteve82. One more go round with the bear coming later this month. Steve, as always, man, we appreciate it. Absolutely, fellas. Have a great night. You there too, he is. Steve. Stanford Steve, Steve Coughlin. Catch him tonight on SportsCenter. I want to be A Rod. <laughs>
0: <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
5: is going on a road trip.
0: searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iheart radio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote
2: the best conversations i have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking when we're not 100 percent sure yet what to write
3: hopefully having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor.
2: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a
3: new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
1: This is v Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on v the sports betting network.
4: Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket scorer prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then, wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back. In free bets, turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification, and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Thanks again to Stanford Steve for jumping on, giving us his thoughts on the bowl season and some uh, some stories uh, from uh, his interactions over the years with Mike Leach.
5: Yeah, that was great. And also gave us uh, some betting advice. Like, Georgia, over 62-and-a-half versus Ohio State.
4: That's what he likes. That was uh, He said he has not made a bowl game wager yet. Uh, I believe it was heck no was uh, his response to I almost
5: feel like the way you would have to approach it if you were going to bet early was – I'm taking these numbers, understanding that I can go back if things change and potentially middle. Mm-hmm. Because having, you know, some of these numbers like before, after, like it, it's a wide variance, you know, in some of these games. I mean, some teams have gone from being underdogs with three, four points to being favored by two, three points. I guess it's significant swings. And
4: some of it is educated guesswork. Right? It's, you know, pretty No
5: one saw AR-15 going pro. No. No. I didn't see that. No, I didn't <laughs> see that. I'll say this. No, you, no, 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 yeah. no. I'm not saying yes.
1: I'm not oh. I'm not disagreeing.
4: Yeah, but if, if you had told me after the Utah game that he went pro,
5: right. I'd be like,
4: yeah, yeah, okay, that guy.
5: Yeah. yeah I, I didn't see that one coming. He completed 53% of his passes, Sean. And it just wasn't the statistics. It was the eye test. Like, at no point... Even the Utah game. I thought I was watching a future Heisman winner. And we're talking about Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson, the, right, from University of Florida. I thought I was watching maybe a potential Heisman winner, but I didn't think I was watching a potential first-round NFL quarterback. So, like, that would have been my advice. But I guess, hey, you know.
4: By the way, speaking of quarterbacks. You're going to
5: third, fourth round. I mean, look at what Brock Purdy's doing. He went in the seventh. Seventh, so. last pick? There's always a yin to a yang when it comes to should you leave You would, You would
4: th- – I mean, I don't know. hey, i a, I'm never going to argue with anyone's pockets, right? Yeah. We pull for our pockets on this show, and if he believes that he'll get drafted, he'll get drafted. I mean, he's a big dude with athletic ability, and someone's going to say – Come can, on, Beavers. I don't can,
5: let me down now. <laughs> Just need him to
4: win. Just need him to win.
5: No, 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 no. There are people that have them anywhere from, what, six to ten and a half? Look,
4: if you got them under a touchdown, more power to you. But now they're at ten, ten and a half. But Um, those
5: people don't need them to just win. They need them to cover.
4: Well, unless you're doing those confidence pools, which are very popular. You know, how much we should do? We should actually, you want to do it as an exercise tomorrow? Let's do this. Okay. We're going to take every bowl game tomorrow. Okay. No spread. And we're going to assign confidence picks. I may not lose. All right. I may go undefeated. Then there you go. Yeah. So we'll do that. No spreads. We'll do our. We'll do. V oh, Sin easy. Prime Time confidence picks. That's light work. That yeah. gotta
5: be worth. Let's do ten cigars.
4: <laughs> you you're getting scared now, aren't you?
5: No, I'm saying I gotta be worth ten cigars. Whoever wins between me and you.
4: So we did confidence picks for the entire football season, and that was one
5: cigar. Yeah, but you could allocate like this amount of points and that that's amount. That's what of
4: you could do for confidence picks because you allocate. Points. Oh, okay. I missed. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. okay. So okay. confidence pools. Right, if anyone's okay. ever played them, and I think you know, ESPN it. has it. So there's yeah. what 40 bowl games. So yeah. if you're most confident that you. Oregon State's going to win, right. you put 40 points and there. Right. Then there's 39
5: and on down. Exactly. Right. Okay. You want to do that tomorrow? Have a little fun. I mean, what are we going to do? If, if they, if, what, if are we just going
4: to talk NFL? If Britain
5: you know? can come up with a sheet that I can take home and do today, all right, we'll do yes, it. Yes, I'll do How it. How about this? We'll do
4: it on. We'll do it on. We'll do it on Thursday.
5: No, Thursday's not going to be good for me. We need to do it tonight. All right. Yeah. We'll get it to you. But I just need to have it with me when I leave.
4: All right. Britain, we got five minutes left in the show. Get to work. My
5: printer's down.
4: <laughs> is circa doing that. The list of bowl games, the list of bowl games.
5: All right. All right. And there are 40 bowl games. Uh, is it 41, 42? So we're starting this Friday. Yeah. Okay. And we got to think. And we have to assign points. Yeah. Oh, you know what my 40 point game is. Cotton Bowl, here we come, baby. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. 10 cigars. 10 cigars. Cigar <laughs> now, let me just ask. So, we, you know, we got all the bowls, so you're going to miss one. I would think of the most. And by the way, go to uh, our recent bowl betting guide. Adam Burke did this. Uh, so, he did his confidence picks. So, I would think high up there would be Oregon State.
5: Uh, my 35 to 40 point games are going to be this weekend. I'm going to be so far ahead. <laughs> you have,
4: ac- have a shot. I actually think that's a smart – well, it doesn't matter. It's the same amount of points. I know. I actually think that's a smart way to do it. Is, I want you to
5: feel pressure.
4: Is to allocate – it's not like I can change it. We I know, to all but decide. the pressure still there. I can peacock
5: for a longer period of time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to do it. Now, I'm going to do that as well. Yeah. Um, I would think. Watch
5: Florida beat Oregon State. Oh my
4: gosh, that'd be wild. I'd be, i be, I, I want to watch a good game. So, um, they got two good running backs. Etienne and uh, Johnson are both pretty good running backs. Um, we got to think about though. We also, so we're gonna do that. That'll be a, a fun exercise to do. And then we got to figure out
5: what we're going to do. So Britain was trying to explain this to yeah, me. Yeah, he and was. Femi. And obviously, he didn't have teacher in his future at all. I mean, he's a. Right.
4: He's a radio television producer, yeah. so I don't think he's going to so be teaching He was trying America's
5: to youth. say that you plus three, me plus three, it'll be four on each team. So like World Cup style? Right. Okay. And everybody makes their own selections, and whoever advances, the top two out of the group are, they advance to the next round, and then I would assume they go head-to-head. The problem with this becomes is when the games start happening during the week, but most of the bowl games are weekend games, right, for the no, most part? No, it's
4: spread out, so yeah. we, we would have to lock in – lines and you right. have to make picks ahead of time. I don't time. think
5: Britain probably thought that far ahead. We'll
4: we'll, we'll think it. We'll, we'll, we got to figure it out. We got homework assignments to do. Uh Britain's
5: like the little brother that you always like you you got to keep your, your 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 hand right on top of him. Don't let him breathe.
4: Man, glad I wasn't your brother.
5: You're making him tough. You're getting him ready for life. Life battles. I'm telling you. <laughs> we love you Britain. We really do. I right, we'll, we hate uh, the fact that you're attached to Nebraska and I have
4: nothing wrong with Nebraska. I actually kinda of would have you ever been to a game there? Uh no. I think it'd be kinda of
5: cool. So we go to September? Sure. Uh, I'm uh, not going. no, I'm not going to November. I'm all for it. When does
4: Dion and Nebraska, Dion hosts Nebraska? Maybe we
5: can match it up. Like if uh Bud Crawford is fighting and Nebraska's like playing a home game that week, maybe we can see if it ever matches up. All right.
4: Still got to still got that road trip that we were supposed to get. Uh, we were supposed to get.
5: You uh, didn't want to press it, by the way. Uh, puck Radomski's play tonight was the Dallas Stars. They're up two to one after two, down in Jazzy playing the Devils. So hopefully the Stars can come out and win the third period, and we can catch this ticket. Dallas was plus one forty one going into this game. Puck Radomski's been pretty hot this week. Only loss was yesterday. Predators could not get the puck in the net. They lost in overtime to these. Struggling St. Louis Blues 1-0.
4: Uh, Eli Hershkovich, uh, we'll put this out on Twitter a little later. He has some good points. But he is on Maryland
5: tomorrow. tomorrow. money line.
4: Uh, yeah, a, uh, they are minus one at some spots. Those those lines will start popping. I, I like his his angle there. You've lost two in a row. You're back at home, kind of a buy-low spot on Maryland. Great crowd tomorrow night. I, I like that. Uh,
5: I'll roll with him. That's a good home environment. Uh, if if they want it to be, yeah, I didn't think that was like a no-brainer. Like if they no, if they yeah. want it to no, be, it'll a be good. Fickle fan base. Yeah, like when they want to participate. They Aaron's participate. not even here. When they don't, you don't need don't. to
4: take unnecessary shots at our the old One thing I can say about
5: Nebraska football, they the fan base is passionate. That is true. They've supported a bad product for quite a while now.
4: <laughs> Man,
5: you are taking shots left and right. What shot? How often does Tulane? <laughs> I mean, this is the only time I can stand at the top of the hill and yell down. That's true.
4: Just think, when Michael Pratt hits the transfer portal. It's not happening.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. You sure about that? Can you
5: imagine me? If after we beat USC, I'm going to go stand at the top of Jerry's with you peons. <laughs> Speaking
4: of transfer portal, Grayson McCall visited. is visiting
5: Auburn Smart. this weekend. Hugh Free's got a real cool system. Grayson's a really good quarterback. Get a chance to see if he get that. matches up in the SEC. And get that NIL money too. It's been great today, man. I enjoyed it with you. Yeah, my man. Yeah.
4: Missed anything? We'll have some th- clips up. V live. Follow that on Twitter. Follow him on Twitter @realSeanKing. at Real King. Let's go stars. One to Murray. Yeah. Let's bring it on home. A lot of positive energy today. I like it. saw? Wes and Femi coming up next with V live bet tonight. This has been V Sin prime time.
2: Mo Play.